You are listening to Art Smitten here on Sin Nation. I'm Tom, I'm here with Marcy, and we have a special guest with us here in the studio. We are talking to the director of the play Sweet Phoebe, which is currently playing at Red Stitch Theatre. Welcome, Mark Wilson. Thank you very much. Hello, hello. How are you feeling today? Really good. It's lovely weather. So if I could start by asking you a very broad question, what got you into the arts scene? Uh, Well, when I was a kid, my parents kind of diagnosed the art thing and uh, they sent me to some drama classes and uh, I did some amateur musicals and things like that and then it just became very clear that that's what I was going to do and then and so after school I like I studied drama in school and things like that and um, and then for university I went and studied theatre and performance Uh, and then I that was it really just kind of do it yeah. And how did you become a theatrical director? Well, I was at uni studying theatre, and so a lot of that was acting-based, and I was always cast in these um, small comic roles, which were great, but I really wanted to have um, have responsibility for the whole work, the whole work of art, and um, coming in for ten minutes throughout a two-and-a-half-hour play, you don't really get the chance to shape a whole thing uh, and so I started directing at the student theatre at uni and um, and then just haven't stopped yeah yeah like that's, that's really that's actually really fun like right now I I myself for instance and a lot of like like student theatre like uni theatre and all that so it's wonderful to hear from someone who has done that in the past and is currently like more established as like a theatre maker mm-hmm, and a director mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff what's great about doing student theatre is you you kind of have to do everything. There's no there's no staff of academics who are doing half of the show. Like you have to rig the lights. You have to design everything. You, you yeah every every you learn every aspect of putting on theatre, which is so important for a, if, especially if you're going to be a theatre director who has to be across everything. How is it that you came to be involved with the Sweet Phoebe production at Red Stitch, and what drove you to be a part of it? Uh, so I've worked with on and off with Red Stitch over the past few years. Uh, I first directed there maybe six years ago, um, and then I acted in a show there last year. And uh, yeah, uh, and so suddenly, well, me and the artistic director Ella Caldwell, we often talk about projects or um, scripts that come across our desks and things that we might be interested in. Um, and she gave me a call partway through last year and said, "Hey, this is." This is a bit left field, but how about you read this? And I did, and it was just such good writing. It's this dense bit of poetry. I read it in 48 minutes. Just I could barely breathe. I was going through it so fast. Um, and I just knew that I had to do it because it was such a uh, kind of violent and, and dense comedy about a dog. <laughs> and, and it, yeah, it was this kind of that, that kind of dichotomy in it, that it was a comedy, but it was also so kind of serious and so exquisitely structured I um yeah I just instantly said let's do this and this uh drama is special not just because you're directing it but also because this year marks the 25th anniversary of its first showing yeah that's right so Michael Gow uh who's the playwright he directed it for uh the Sydney Theatre Company and uh what is now Malthouse the Playbox and um Kate Blanchett hilariously was in the cast as a 24 year old or something and um yeah and so and the play has been 
produced a lot in the in the amateur scene since then because it's a two-hander and it's a comedy about a dog, um, but not so much in the professional theatre. And so uh, it's really great to be able to celebrate 25 years of this amazingly written play. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's a it's a really ambitious play as well. You know, you think about a comedy about a dog, which I keep on repeating, but it really is like a comedy about a dog. Um, but it's also so much more than that and so surprising. Um, yeah, it was great. I think it's right that we give this play a, a bit of a spotlight in its 25th year. Do you think that the story is more relevant now than it was 25 years ago? Well, I don't know how, how relevant it was back then, but <laughs> now it, it speaks very loudly to me. I think I think he had the finger on the finger on the... What's, what's that expression? His finger on the pulse. That's the one. Yeah. And, it's, and w- what he was interested in, I think, is, has only kind of mushroomed over the past 25 years. You know, this kind of hyper-individualism and uh, the, the neoliberalism that Keating brought in, you know, like all of which was quite fresh and now is um, really grotesque. So in some ways it's looking back 25 years, it's kind of like, oh, that's quaint, you know. Um, but but also in seeing something 25 years ago and, and understanding now how how grotesque and large these problems are, yeah, I, th- I think that's hugely interesting and hugely um, useful for an audience as well as being uh, a kind of a delightful trip. When did the play first come to your attention? Was it presented to you only recently or had you heard about it in the years before? Yeah, I'd heard about it, but I hadn't read it. In fact, most of Michael Gale's work I'd heard about but not read. And um, and so, yeah, the first time I read it was when Ella sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been, like, quite, like, a wild trip because, like, from what you're describing, like, this, this play has, like, got a lot of stuff to it and it's, like, quite, like... How do you, like... I guess my question would be more so just, like, how do you feel now, like, from this just pretty much the start of, like, when you were, when you were first showing the actual play to right now where you're going to present it at Red Stitch? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think when a production really works, uh, like I feel this one has, um, I feel like it is exactly what I wanted it to be and, and completely different from what I was expecting it to be at the same time. So I feel like we were very clear with our goals and, and aesthetically and rhythmically and technically, and, and we've really achieved them. But also uh, I'm kind of constantly surprised that this is the version that we found and this is what we've birthed. And I think that's a really that's one of the exciting things about working in theatre, which is so collaborative. Um, you come to it with so much and... Uh, and it kind of brings so much to you as well. Can you tell us a bit about the cast members you have working with you in this production? Yeah, so we've got Olivia Montecciolo and Marcus McKenzie, both of whom I've worked with before. And, uh, and so they, they play this couple of yuppies, these young professionals in 1994, Helen and Fraser. And, and there's this great, uh, great expression, dinks. Double income, no kids. Oh yes, I've heard the one. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they 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 play this uh, this Dinks couple, and um, yeah, it's been what's what's great about working with actors that you've worked with before is that uh, you get to move so fast, and because you move fast, you can you can cover a lot of ground, and this is this is the really a play that works 
well, fast and really fast and expansive, just like the writing. Now, as I understand it, you've kept the 1994 setting. You haven't updated it for contemporary audiences. Well, uh, the story is very much in 1994. You know, these days, if you lose a dog, you just go on Facebook and, oh. you know, it's, it's back in your hands. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and a um, million dollars today is not a, the million dollars that it was 25 years ago. But I think, I think what we've done is we've allowed... We've allowed an audience of today to to see it in through the eyes of today, uh, even though what they're looking at is an aesthetic uh, directly inspired by 1994. Yeah. What do you hope that audiences will take away from this play? Well, it's an interesting one because um, part, partly, as when you make theatre, you just want to give them a good night. You know, you want to make a uh, an exciting, dynamic, aesthetic object. Uh, but because this writing is so good and it's so thick and Michael Gow is so interested in um, social stuff, like how society is structured and how how people kind of work out how to live with each other, I mean, there's a, there's a whole lot of that in there. Um, and and so it's it's partly... You know, you want the audience to wrestle with that. And then the other half is you really want them to enjoy the comedy about a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, overall, that is what you always want to find with an audience and all that. Um, where can we, like, find more information about your play and all that? I reckon uh, if you have a little search for the Red Stitch website, that should have all the information. Mm-hmm. And it's running until the 3rd of March, so you still have some time to see it yet. That's it. There we are. And Mark Wilson, I'd like to ask you one more question before we let you go. Have you got any other projects lined up that you'd be willing to share with us? Uh, I have a I have a few projects for this year, but they are all embargoed. Oh no! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But what I will say is that one of them is um, a, a tour of a show I did last year, which Ooh. is very fun and very exciting. Okay. Well, Mark Wilson, thank you very much for making the time to speak to us today. All the best for the rest of the production. And, yeah, hopefully we can chat to you soon about another project. Great. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, thank you for having Lila coming over here to have us interview you. My pleasure.